Welcome to the New Day Community Church Sermon Podcast. We hope you're encouraged by this message from the Kalamazoo, Michigan campus. For more info on the church, visit newdaycommunity.org. Good morning. I am Pastor Mark. It is awesome to be here this morning. It is my honor to introduce Tim Gordon. Uh, Tim and his wife, Samantha, have been missionaries in China for uh, 20 years, more than 20 years now. 19 in China, and now they have moved, last year they moved to Thailand uh, to plant a church, something exciting, uh, New Day Chiang Mai, so the network is growing and growing internationally, um, and so in addition to the, the ministry they still do in China and planting a church in, in Thailand, Samantha and Tim are also very involved in reaching out to those uh, stuck in human trafficking. Um, in, in Southeast Asia. And so it is an absolute honor to, to have them here. They're missionaries, like Bill said, that we support every month. And you can uh, give to them today, which would be great. And we encourage you to do that. But you can give every week to the Gordons by notating that in uh, your, your, your little white envelope dealy. So we would like to welcome Tim Gordon. Yay. Hey, Tim. Father God, we just thank you so much for Tim. Wow. <laughs> and I just pray that you would just bless him this morning. God, we're just so grateful that you brought him here. Lord God, we're just grateful for the, the word that you have put on his heart for us today. I pray that we would just receive what you have for each one. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Thank you. Well, thank you very much for that introduction. And thank you, worship team. Let's give them a hand. Uh, um, before I begin, just a couple things. Uh, how many of you are receiving uh, our regular newsletters or connected with us on Facebook? Awesome. If you are not and uh, would like to sign up to that, I'm just gonna, for that, I'm just going to pass this around. Um, if you sign your name. Uh, our, our names there, are there if you'd like to, if you haven't figured out how to spell them yet, <laughs> and uh, to connect with us, with us on Facebook. Thank you. Also here, actually, if you could help me, yeah. just to, I have some um, prayer cards with a picture of our family on it, so you all could remember oh, us and keep praying for us. Some of our information, contact information there as well. Um, feel free to grab one of those. Hallelujah. <laughs> Lord Jesus, we thank you, God, for your goodness to us. Yeah. We welcome you in this place to come and speak to each and every one of us. I'd like you all just put your hand on your heart or your stomach. Take your pick. Hebrew would be stomach. And uh, the rest of us tend to say heart, but whatever you want, your heart. And say, Dear Jesus, please speak to my heart. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. So, most of you know us, my family, I miss them so much. They started a wall in our home uh, awaiting my arrival. <laughs> the countdown till Dada gets home. <laughs> so I just, I absolutely, I love them. Try to keep in contact on Skype. 
and uh, through Facebook. We are located in Thailand. Uh, we have been there just for over a year. We moved there. God called us while we were still in China. This is my first time back to North America since we moved. We were in China. We just had River, our son. It was just a newborn baby, a couple months old. And, wow, we were actually we were listening to a, a sermon uh, from New Day, Somerville. And uh, there was a couple were giving their, the Hesses were giving their testimony. We were listening to that about how God was leading them to Waynesville to plant a church. <laughs> and Samantha paused the podcast that we were listening to and she said, I think we're supposed to move to Chiang Mai, Thailand and plant a church with revival DNA. And I was like, sounds cool. <laughs> I'm not feeling it right now. I'm, I'm getting it up here. It's like, cool. Um, but I, I, I went inside and I prayed. And I was journaling and God said, yep. <laughs> Son, that's what you're supposed to do. This is your next step. We're moving you quickly. April is an important month for you. This was in December. So get ready. Um, he said that, you know, there's going to be confirmations. And he brought those uh, within a month. He said, within a month, you're going to get a confirmation an invitation to Chiang Mai, and uh, it, it was, yeah, and it came 30 days later, right on the spot, an invitation to go to, to Chiang Mai, and this was a confirmation, so we started getting ready, and uh, and we left. You can see on the map there, uh, Thailand is uh, is also red, it's, it's south of China there, you all see it? Yeah, so it's a small nation, but an extremely unreached nation, one of the least reached countries. In the world, it's been hard for the gospel. They've had people going there for centuries, you know, preaching. The, the Portuguese that started this Catholic church start, tried to start them there, but it just wasn't taking. Um, it's been, it's one of those nations that, uh, wow, God is reserving. We believe that God is reserving for the end time harvest. Hmm. And now is the time for this nation. He's been, uh, been raising up people and, and sending them, positioning them in different parts of this nation preparing uh, for <laughs> for him. He's preparing his landing place. I want to just share a little bit today about why community, why church, why do we do it? And I'm specifically, as a, a Partners in Harvest pastor and missionary, um, yeah, just what Wow. Our DNA, what is our vision, and who are we, and how does that look in community, and why do we do that in community? And my hope is to share a perspective today uh, of a missionary out there on the field, how we see this <laughs> and what we're doing, and hopefully encourage something you can relate to. Who here loves the presence of God? A few of you. Whoa! Good. <laughs> Yeah, God is good. Has anybody here encountered the heart of the Father? Yeah, my prayer is that we all encounter Him more. That's a, so central to our values and to our, who, who we are. And it's great, it's awesome. God, God touches us. And a lot of us in this situation, we've, we've encountered the Father, we've experienced His love, and like, wow, He's so good. He's not this rural taskmaster. He wants, Master, He wants to have a relationship with us and love us and love and pour his love into us and, and totally transform us from the inside. And so often in, in church settings or on our own and we're out uh, 
just praying in that. Like, we have an experience with the Father. We're like, oh, God, I love you. You're so good. And then we go to church. And we meet people. And sometimes those people, you know, a lot of, especially in our situation, there's groups of us, we are wanting to each individually connect with the Father, connect with His presence and His love. And uh, we... We can do that in church, we do that at home. But if we look around, we were experiencing God in here, we're experiencing the joy, the peace, the goodness, and we're looking around, and sometimes we see our brothers and sisters, and they may say something or do something, or, or we perceive something that did not completely, accurately represent the love of the Father. <laughs> and we experience that, and often we get wounded, and we, we are, often will pull back when we experience that. It's, an, it's this natural reaction. We're hurt. And we're like, okay, um, I want to guard my heart. The Bible says so. <laughs> it's true, we're supposed to guard our hearts. But he never meant for his body to be separated and pulled apart and to, to become individualistic. And we are, are connected integrally into the body. It's impossible for us to separate ourselves from the body of Jesus <laughs> if we are a Christian. And we believe in him. Wow, so I'm just trying to, yeah. <laughs> what, what we find most interesting, what, what brings restoration in life to ministry for us, and to ministering to everything is doing life with him, and not just trying to do it on our own. That, that, that connection with Jesus is just incredibly important. We so need it. Doing life with him, whatever we're doing. And you don't have to be in the four walls of the church to be doing life with him. You can do that anywhere. And he's intending that for everywhere because he wants to take over the entire world. <laughs> he owns it, you know? That's right. And uh, other people are claiming it. But he has, put, has paid the price. And he's wanting to use you and me, our feet, to take this world back for him. <laughs> and <laughs> so for myself... In, this, in my experience with the Father, just some of the transformation that God was bringing to me, and he also did this not just with a personal encounter with him, he brought people, people that represented the Father, people that uh, would, would show God's love in, in a new way, and I get a new revelation. I couldn't do that without the body of Christ. I couldn't do that without people right. reflecting Jesus through them, themselves to me. It's 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 a and I started, as I began to think of it more and more, in my encounters alone with God, God has imparted something through the community, through the body of Christ to me that brought greater revelation of my Father in heaven. And sometimes it's, it's just a, 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 one aspect of Him. You know, you might see somebody, wow, that's a great person, I love. They're, they're awesome, but you know, they did this and this and this and this and this, and you know, they, they said that and they did this, and uh, that wasn't like Jesus, you know. But there was one moment, and you can know, discerning by the Spirit, there was a moment that God brought a reflection of Himself through that person that only God could do. And um, my opinion is when God does that, grab that part. Mm -hmm. Say, this is the Father. This is an aspect of the Father reflected to me. I take that. And we're putting that puzzle together, the fullness of who God is. And that only comes through the body. And as, as God... Um, did this in my life, he started to change my heart to see the people that I worked with 
we, we used to call them co-workers. Here we give you a salary and we work together for Jesus and do things for him. And uh, there's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> we need co-workers, we need people to labor with us. Uh, there's a couple of these girls here that came, were attending our church in China. The girl with the, the necklace there, Sarah, is my spiritual daughter there. And also uh, Angela as well. Uh, both of them were uh, connect, connected with very quite deeply. And that they're both working with Eden now in Kunming, China, who we also work with. Um, and while we were there, and there, um, but the transformation that in my heart was like I saw them as daughters. And it got made this change of, I, of a relationship. I'm not relating to them as somebody that I give orders to, but somebody that I love, that I pray for. We connect on a, on a completely different level. And uh, this, this transformation, and it's, it's so crucial. We're family. I want to talk a little bit about, how do you guys pronounce this? Okay, well, over in Thailand we say we he. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> why find values? Okay, what are why find values? Well, you know, for us as partners in Harvest, we like to talk about fire. Well, fire values. Yeah. Okay? But there's other value systems out there in the world, you know? You ever encountered any of those? Anyone? Yeah. There's a <laughs> so I, I, I'm just going to term what a lot of the world live in, I call Wi-Fi values. And basically what that stands for is an acronym for what, what I feel I want. Or whatever I feel I want. That's how I live my life. That's how most of the world lives their life. Whatever I feel I want. That's the motivation. That's how we make choices in the world. It's, it's, um, it's uh, yeah, it's, it totally underlies the entire world system. And, you know, when we're coming out of the world, often we kind of carry some of those things too. And when we find out that our Father really, really loves us, <laughs> Like, wow, we have a choice then, too. Is, is this love that he's pouring out of me, is it just to, for me just to receive that, keep on, on, on going in and just to, to benefit myself, or is, is there a, a deeper purpose, a deeper need, that he, a deeper agenda that the Lord mm. desires? So a, a lot of us, too, will be, and, and that's in our group here, the, the partners in Harvest, wow, we experience the Father, we have a, We've developed what we call the FI values, the FI values, you know, the Father heart. We've experienced the heart of the Father, and we've experienced intimacy with Him, and that's great. Yeah, let's go home. My brothers and sisters, you know, I don't really like them right now, <laughs> so I'm just going to stay at home, <laughs> and I'll, I'll, you know, I'll do web church or, or um, Connect, keep connected with the body in some other way. And there's so many people in the world in the, you know, in the, that are Christians doing that. You probably know of that or have heard of it. <laughs> um, so what we call that is the, the, the five values, the FI values, the, the, the father heart and intimacy. We have that there and we just want to experience that for ourselves. And we don't need to do it in community. Try to experience that separate from community. 
And then there's others of us that they have the, they've experienced the father heart, the phi-wai <laughs> values, or phi-wi <laughs> values. The father heart, intimacy, we've experienced those things. Now what are we going to do with those things, that, the, the love of God? Well, let's do whatever I want. <laughs> I've experienced the love of the Father, intimacy with God, let's do that, and now let's do whatever I want. Yeah. And uh, a lot of us are, struggle with that. There's a, it's, it's like we have a dual personality complex or something. We, we're, we're experiencing things of the world, and, and uh, but encountering the Father God heart. But what we're aiming for is the fire values. Father heart. Intimacy. Who knows what the R is? Restoration. Restoration. Yes. And the E. Expanding the kingdom. Amen. So, there's a, sometimes there's a disconnect there between the F-I and the R-E. The restoration of the heart. <laughs> You know, when our brothers and sisters, when we're hurt, when we feel something, you know, something's wrong, they didn't totally represent Jesus to us. They didn't totally represent the Father. The, the scriptures make it very clear. You gotta forgive. And that's a huge step for a lot of us, but necessary and amazing. <laughs> when we refuse to extend forgiveness to our brothers and sisters, that's when restoration of the heart begins. And there's, there's a lot more to restoration as well. Whoa. But it's a good start. <laughs> Forgiveness. And uh, for myself, I've experienced it at every level, whether it be family relationships, church relationships, being a missionary in the world, experiencing people that I was trying to share the gospel with and had bad responses with. Even Jesus said, you know, dust... Shake the dust off your feet. And I take that as a, not curse them and let them go to hell. I don't, I don't take it like that. Sweep the dust off your feet and move on. Don't carry that stuff with you. You forgive them, release them, and go on to the next one. And then and time and time again, I experience, once I do that, I experience God's love again, and I'm able to, to take the next step to the next person. So, how about you? Are you on Wi-Fi, or are you on fire? Whoa. <laughs> yeah. Let's everyone just close your eyes for a moment. Let's just ask the Lord. Yeah. Father, who do I need to forgive? Just ask the Lord. The people that he brings. I just encourage you to release them to the Father. And say, Lord, I forgive them. I bless them. I release them in Jesus' name. So as God takes you to these next steps, restoration of the heart, as he, he makes us whole, when, he rele when you release things to God, it, He actually will bring more freedom <laughs> to yourself and to your ability to, to step out and continue things in Christ. And then there's the aspect of expansion of the kingdom. Now remember the, the, the we fee values, whatever I feel I want, or the, and the fi why values. Uh, Father heart intimacy whenever I want it. <laughs> it's, 
I just want to encourage today that God has a purpose and a plan yeah. for his love. His main target is you because he is love. He desires so much to just pour out his love in abundance on you. And it is so true. And honestly, he's not doing that so that somebody else will get it. He's looking at, when the Father is looking at you, he's looking at you. And who he is is love. And who he is is restoration. His desire is to bring wholeness. And when we're living in our, our natural, uh, our personality that he's given to us, we naturally will want to release that somewhere. And that's what we call the expansion of the kingdom. So, how's my time, Mark? You are doing well. You got... Yes. Thank you, Mark. <laughs> okay. So, we are in Thailand. It's a this little country in Southeast Asia. You recognize this guy? There's two of them. <laughs> yeah. They came and visited us like, with my wife there out in the streets, praying for people, ministering. Wow. God has brought this natural connection between you guys and us and the Somerville crew and us. It's been this natural thing and it's been just growing for quite a while. And um, I, but I need a confirmation. It's like, God, <laughs> what do you want? Okay. But it was like within the last few months, I was just praying. I, I, it was one of my friends, like, sometimes I was sharing another issue, and he was like, well, what do you want? Do you want God just to open the heavens and say, yes, this year is the way to go? And then I was like, uh, yeah, I kind of yes. would like that kind of direction. And, but uh, I was praying, and uh, we had just been on a retreat with our, our group, and uh, I woke up, and, and the Lord said, it's a new day. It's a new day, Chiang Mai. It's a new day for Chiang Mai. It's a new day for revival in the kingdom of God. And that when he when he said that and he spoke those words, he was like, "Okay, confirmation." <laughs> a few days later, my wife comes to me and she she had this dream or something. I don't even remember the details, but all I know is that in her words, she said something about it's a new day. <laughs> and I was like, "Okay, that's double confirmation." And that, and so we we've taken that step. New day, Shane. Bye. Hallelujah. So we are this church. Chiang Mai, Thailand, endeavoring to do life with him in community. So, you know, often we'll have meals together. And in fact, every time we have our, our main event, uh, we'll have a meal together. Um, multicultural group. We will translate into Thai. If usually the main speaker is English speaking, translate into Thai. And uh, our, our, our desire is to see Thailand reach. This is our, our desire is to see every people group in Thailand reached. There's many nations, many peoples living there. And the Thai, the Thai nation being one of the least reached groups and being the, the land, the sons of the soil that we're living with, it's our heart to reach them. So we have tr Thai translation. We also have, uh, often, sometimes we'll have Chinese translation because there's a huge Chinese population there. And us living there in, in uh, China for so long has given us a heart for China that hasn't gone, gone away. <laughs> and at times we'll still make trips back there uh, into China. Skirok Gings leading worship in Thai. Notice that screen up there in the back? Thank you guys. <laughs> 
it's made a huge difference in our lives. And just thank you so much for all your kindness and supportiveness and, and just in so many different ways. And we so appreciate you. Uh, so body ministry, we're doing the, we've been doing the Wellspring course as well. Um, are any of you not familiar with the Wellspring course? Yeah, I won't go into that, but it's awesome. We love it. It's, it's great. So we meet in our home. Um, our first meeting was like two packed, like people were running out with claustrophobia. And we're like, wow, what a way to start. Thank you, Jesus. You know, it wasn't, hasn't been like that every Sunday. Okay, <laughs> we wish it was. But uh, we, we just keep going. Um, so we also have different focuses as us as missionaries on the field. Uh, we've been in, in part of this uh, hospital outreach, doing treasure hunts, the Red Light District Ministry, which is uh, it's called um, Freedom Fighters Ministry. And God's been opening up new doors that I'll share about into the, uh, whoa, into something I'll share later. <laughs> But also in the greater Asia as well. The Lord's opened a door for, for Pakistan coming up in November uh, to teach the John G. Lake course there. I need a miracle with a visa for this to work. They'll only let me do it from Canada, and I have two weeks there after this. And uh, so I just would appreciate your prayers with that. Um, yeah, and it'll be awesome. But the hospital outreach. Just share a testimony. This couple, we met them while we were, the, the, the doctor who's wearing the, the white suit, her name's uh, uh, Penina, Dr. Penina. We met her at a, during a treasure hunt while we were praying for the sick in the hospital. And, uh, and so they have a ministry doing that in the hospital with cancer patients. And uh, so she's opened the doors for us to go in and lay hands on the sick. Wow. Yeah. And uh, I, I remember this, we went in, and this one girl we prayed for uh, had leukemia. And this is a different girl here, but we're actually not supposed to take pictures of them unless we ask and they give permission, but I managed to get this one. <laughs> she also was a miracle. Um, but this, this other girl with leukemia, there's a few of us, another pastor from another church, and, and the doctor were praying for her, and it was like we, we asked her. She had, she's completely bald from uh, from chemotherapy. We asked her, you know, how are you feeling? And she said, I feel a bit of relief. You know, like, that's good. Yeah, we'll pray again. Um, hang in. And that's all I heard. You know, I was like, I felt God's presence. I felt His power, and I was like, cool. But I heard nothing. You know, two weeks later, somebody in our church, a Chinese fellow, comes up and says that we heard a testimony. That this girl that we prayed for in the hospital outreach with leukemia is completely healed. Awesome. She's saved. Her parents got saved through it. Wow. What happened was that she woke up the next day. I asked the doctor afterwards, you know, it's like, why did you tell me this? I was, this is weeks of extreme discouragement. You know, I was just plugging through. It's like, ugh, everything just like, just pushing through concrete, like wet concrete. Or walking on the moon, just like, ugh, it was just slow. A burden, oh. For two weeks and I hear this testimony and it's like she what happened was the next day she felt significantly better and uh, the next she said you need to go she said to her mom you need to go to church and testify about what Jesus did to me wow. this Buddhist is telling her mom go to church and testify what Jesus did for me 
And so she did. That's how this testimony got spread. Uh, a couple of weeks later, completely healed, back in their village, all of them saved, back in their village, two hours away from Chiang Mai. Um, they're, uh, yeah, they come back again to give a testimony at church and, and say she's completely healed. <laughs> and uh, we're saved, and whenever she, this girl sees people on the street with a you know, broken leg or, or whatever, she's like, why are we not praying for that person? You know, this, this, is, this has become a normal thing. When you they experience that, it's just like total transformation of life. Just like we talked about doing life with him everywhere, connecting us with different people around the world, doing ministries that God's opened up doors to. I, I, I think time is running short, so I'll just mention Pakistan, going there. This team of intercessors we got, that God has uh, brought us together with. I know that's not proper grandma. <laughs> um, we're just praying. God is, um, we were looking, praying one day, just a short story. We're praying over this map of Chiang Mai that's like about the size of this, larger than this platform. And I... I look at it and I see a map of Canada within the map, and I'm like, this song comes, this land is your land, this land is my land, and, I, and with a scripture, ask of me and I'll give you the nations, for your inheritance, the utmost ends of the earth as your possession, yeah. and so I was like, I think guys, I, I was about to say this, but before I said this, the, the, the doctor is like, I believe we need to go into the dean of the university. This piece of land happens to be the university and the medical facilities all in one. And the doctor says, I think we need to go to the dean of the university and bring his trophy to him and honor him. And, and I see us, I see a vision of you, Tim, wearing a black suit with a, with a bow tie and Peter wearing a, a silver suit <laughs> and, and all these things, she's saying all this stuff and we're going in with Pastor Kengson from Bangkok and we're, we're going in and honoring the dean and God is going to do something through it. And I said, hey, I just got this word. God is asking us to, to ask for this piece of land, the, the, the Chiang Mai University, which has never been open to the gospel in history. Wow. And we prayed for it. We asked, for, we asked him for it. The next day she calls this dean who used to be a doctor and uh, says, we'd like to meet with you. And he arranges for us to meet on September 1st. And in the meantime, <laughs> it's, 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 I got the suit, okay? I'm like, all right. I believe you, Dr. Panina, that you saw from God. I have to act on this. It wasn't just like, oh, a suit fell from heaven and everything. It was like walking an hour in, in tropical heat to try to find this little tailor they could make me a suit and just all this, all this stuff. And, and you know, it was hard, it was slugging. But in the end, we sat around this official table with him and all these other people. I brought him some maple syrup as a gift. <laughs> that tied nicely with, into the whole Canada thing. And uh, I, I gave it to him. He ends up, he, he had studied at the University of Toronto and, he's, and he shared that. And um, just this connection and uh, he, he said, Okay, Dr. Panina, you're going to be the ambassador with these people. I, anything that they want and they need, come, come to Dr. Panina and she will bring that to me and we'll, we'll make plans. And uh, so we're beginning plans. <laughs> this, uh, this brother, Peter, is, uh, is opening a coffee shop for nurses. He does coffee, this is his deal, in um, 
in the medical facilities and we're making a proposal for a piece of land right on the, the Chiang Mai University grounds specifically for students to come, kind of a cozy spot but they can come and drink tea and coffee and, and relax but specifically in the plan, the plan is this is a place to preach the gospel to wow. these students and this is in process now we really wow. would appreciate your prayers wow. over that um, whoa Lots of stuff going on. It, it was like in the paper and everything. And yeah. Um, what, what I wanted to, to share with in between the FI and the RE, aside from you know the receiving God, the healing of God, there was the whole step of obedience. Yeah. And I uh, often we like to put that out. That's why it's like we think whatever I want, we add that instead of the the restoration of the heart and the, and the expansion of the kingdom. But God just calling us to obey and to step out, to listen to the voice of the Spirit and take steps in obedience. Um, for us, just run this by, these are a few things that, that we are in need of and we ask you to, to pray regarding. Just an increase of personal support, vehicle. We're looking at three venues that we're gonna need. One in the red light district, one at Chiang Mai University, and then as a church for ourselves. Currently, we're meeting in our home, and we feel that we need to go beyond that, as well as for the international trips um, into Pakistan and back into China and these different places. Um, so I just wanted to ask, is the Father asking you to do life with us? Is that, we'd appreciate if you'd ask the Lord, you know, if you're to partner with us, and if so, how? What that looks like for you personally? We thank you guys as a church for being awesomely supportive of us. Uh, ways that you can partner with us is through prayer. We super, we need prayer, guys. Do you want the land? Do you want a piece of land in Chiang Mai, Thailand? Yeah. Do you want that? Because if you are joining in prayers and asking God for that, you are taking a piece of that land. He's calling us to take it, to take the world back for Jesus. Coming to visit. If you are interested in any of the facets of the ministry we're doing, please yeah, talk to us and just spread the word about what God is doing and the opportunities here. Thank you, and this is us. We try to be outstanding in our field. Um, <laughs> and this is our, our, our organization here. It's actually called Fire International too. I didn't mean there to be a specific connection there, but this is the name. Is there time to show the video? Sure. Yeah. yeah. So this is, uh, this is uh, my wife sharing her heart in the red light district in Chiang Mai. And this video was made just like two weeks ago. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. But my father and my brothers must eat, so I work. That is the essence of the sex trade in Thailand. That it's their duty. But in their eyes, it's all their work. Tonight, like every other night, this whole area will fill up with sex stories from USA, Canada, the UK, Europe, all over the world. Sexual exploitation, prostitution is an affront against human dignity, and it goes against everything Jesus died for. It is a global epidemic, and it cannot continue on our watch. This ministry is Holy Spirit inspired, Holy Spirit led, Holy Spirit sustained. A 
started visiting this one particular bar out of concern for the kids I'd seen hanging out there. The bartender was pretty closed off to me initially, but over time, she began to share more and more of her heart, more of her story, while she'd been widowed, lost both of her parents, and overcome alcoholism. Her face beamed with pride, describing her hometown, a beautiful farming community, steeped in poverty. Her face fell as she said, but there's no money there. How can my kids go to school if I can't pay? I don't have all the answers, but I know the one who does. Can I pray for you, I asked. She nodded. As I prayed, tears streamed down her face. The presence of God was all over her. He was touching some deep, deep wounds, wrapping her in his pure love. Recently, I took a guest outreach team with me to see her. And as she sat down, she laughed and said, every week she comes to see me, introduces her friends, brings me gifts. And then she got a bit serious, looked me in the eyes and said, but I don't do anything for you. My response was from my heart. You give me your friendship, that's worth everything. Yes, she said, I give you my heart. Now that she knows I love her, now that she knows she's loved, now that she's encountered Jesus' presence herself, now she's ready to hear about his love, the good news of everything he died to give her. I believe she's not far from the kingdom. Our passion is to run with him into the darkest places of Thailand, championing his message that these priceless men, women, and children are better than us, that Jesus himself says they are worth his very life, his very blood, that there is a better way, there is a way of escape, there is a hope, there is a life, there is a beautiful future for them in Christ. He is relentless in his pursuit of these precious sons and daughters, and it is our joy and our honor to run with him, compelled by his love, beckoning these priceless ones Whoa. the Father, to see them set free, healed, restored, made whole, walking in the fullness of their identity and destiny in Christ. Will you be bold and courageous? Will you join forces with us? We need funding. We need funding for outreach. We need funding for discipleship. We need funding for restoration. We need you to fight with us in prayer to see this injustice overturned for good. We need feet on the ground. We need mature, passionate, Holy Spirit-led, fearless freedom fighters who will run with us into the darkness, carrying his light. Will you join forces with us? Thank you.